Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Right, eh? Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Crack into one of these bad boys, jogging a can, winning a tin. Now, we've got an unreal guest on today. Midway through his Australian and New Zealand happy hour comedy tour, Luke Kedgel. How are you, legend? Mate, very oh. well. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries, mate. Thanks for stopping in. You've hit the big smoke, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Gladstone. Like, yeah. <laughs> what a spin out this must be for you. It's so good to be here. First time in the big city. Mm. I'm loving it. Mm. Um, yeah, cop some Subway before this. They ran out of lettuce. Um, <laughs> despite th- <laughs> a lady walking behind the counter with three bags of iceberg lettuce. She's like, we don't have any lettuce left. And I was like, I've literally turned around. I've never seen more lettuce in my entire life. <laughs> but no, that's fine. It's been good, man. It's good. Yeah. When did you roll in, mate? Uh, about 12.30, about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Do you fly in? Today? No, so we drive up because we're just still oh, on the whole coast. Yeah, the whole coast. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. about three or four hours between every stop. Yeah, how's it been for you, mate, so far the tour? Like the the driving and stuff like that, and your team with you. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I, I yeah. I'm very lucky. I get to I tour with all my friends. Yeah, good. So like, I tour with my girlfriend. One of my guys who works for me is like one of my best mates from high school, and like the team we have is just awesome. It's fun. It's it feels like just going on holiday, but you got to stop and do shows. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's pretty cool, like, being able to build yourself a team of people that you get along with. Yeah. Like, I suppose, unlike some areas where you get put into something with people that you don't choose, like, you getting to build that team would be yeah, pretty yeah. cool, wouldn't it? It's, it's so important because otherwise, like, I'm on tour pretty much, like, eight months of the year. Yeah. So, like, you would hate your life. Yeah. If you're just around people you don't like. Yeah, yeah for sure, right. mate. No, that's awesome. Is there any uh, highlights... For you up until now, or any critters you've bumped into that really stick out? Any ah, oh, I mean, there's 
this highlight. I mean, I've done like the shows have been amazing, but yeah. outside the shows, it's always like outside the shows. They're so like it's, it's the little things that get me. Like the, yeah. y- yesterday in the car, I was shattered. I missed the best moment of the whole tour, and it happened in the other car. And I just saw a video. It yeah. was the um the <laughs> so you know on Google Maps how it has like the time time of arrival. Uh, how many kilometers you have to go and how many hours to go? Mm. Yep. Yesterday, the boys got it all to sync up. It was arrival time 150, uh, one hour 50 minutes to go, 150 kilometers to go. And dude, the car went ballistic. How and I was in that? the van and I just. You missed it. Dude, I've never <laughs> got more FOMO in my entire life. <laughs> it was going off in there. Yeah. And. I don't know. It's things like that. It's it's honestly a bit sad. That's when you know you're touring too much. Just when, <laughs> just when the, the Google Maps syncs up. When everyone's like, "Dude, morale was so high in Maryborough last night because of that." <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never seen the team with more pep in their step. <laughs> <laughs> that's prime. Well, that's good. It Steven. was sick, dude. Yeah. Wait, wait. I got that. They all filmed it. This is what entered the group chat. This is the kind of levels of excitement that uh, people are experiencing in the car today. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happens now. There we go. <laughs> oh, dude, pandemonium. How, that is prom. Yeah. How good is that? How, how many days, mate, do you – I could probably go and look at your tour things, but how many days in between places have you got to actually have a look around or do you purposely plan it so you're like, look, I'd like to check out this, let's give ourselves a couple of days. We should do that, but I think we're trying to hit so many places that we just, we've been gone like almost every day. Mm. I think we get a day off on Thursday in Townsville. Yeah. So you'll, so. you'll tonight, obviously? Yep, tonight. Gladstone, Gladstone. and then what, Rocky tomorrow? tomorrow? Uh, no, Rocky on the way back because so we drive up and back oh, from Cairns. So we're doing uh, Mackay tomorrow. Yep. And then on the way back we hit Rockhampton and Bundaberg. So yeah. you try and do like on the way out, we did Mary Barrett Gladstone. So you tr- similar driving time. Yeah. You know, that's the way. But yeah, it's a lot. I love doing regional Queensland. I don't know why more people don't tour here. It's so much fun. Yeah. 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 Hey, no, what do you reckon sure. the crowds are like compared to um, New South Wales? Uh, I mean, like regional New South Wales and regional Queensland is pretty similar. But yeah. like, I don't know. Queensland's more fun. Bit, bit, bit looser, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bit fun loose. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. I've had some of the best shows I've ever had up here and some of the worst shows I've ever had. Oh, it could be, yeah. If you have it too late at night on like a Friday or Saturday, you got a bit on. Oh, yeah, Bundaberg's rough on a Friday. <laughs> 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 Tell us about that, mate, and Bundy on a Friday. All I remember is just I got like 45 minutes into the show last year and somewhere I was just like, she was just like, eh, this drum was just like, and the show, and the show. And I just, I, I was awful in hindsight. And on paper, not a good transcript. I The only thing I had, I was like, and yourself, dude. <laughs> dude, they erupted. I've never seen a room of people. I've probably never got a bigger applause in oh, my entire life. Fuck that. I would have been there with us, you. That suits us down to the ground. I was like, like why do I even write jokes yeah. when all I could just, just, just tell someone? back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And would that like, obviously though, days or two in between right you're traveling you see some shit like mm. is that something that you'll because obviously you'd have a base sort of thing on your show that you're touring 
Yeah. But do you incorporate a few things that you see around those local towns to really get in with them? or like- Yeah, like usually I just walk around the town for like an hour and just observe <laughs> and uh, usually something funny happens. Like, oh, yeah, sure. would you use that tonight, the tits out today down, oh, yeah, down the li- flats? Literally, it was we were driving into town and then my girlfriend's like, oh, my God, that girl's got her tits out. And I was like, what? And I sure enough, I look... So there's there's a woman just over over the uh, singlet, mm. and uh, and then like two minutes later, I thought that was pretty crazy. Then they'll, yeah, then there was someone else using a payphone, and I was yeah. like, dude, that's way more wild, mate. Yeah. And then like where we are, where the studio is, like this is in an area of town where you do see a lot of those sort of people. So quite often we'll go out to get lunch or something, and be like, wow. That's awesome. But do you even react anymore? No. No, you just no. go, I'm just spewing if these guys aren't with me or something. Because I'll yeah. be like, oh, we've missed that. But then, <laughs> you know, it creates a yarn to have on the show. Like, exactly. saw this bloke on, like, you know the old wallet chain? Mm. This bloke had a fucking chain that could hold a pit ball in that was trying to get to someone <laughs> holding his fucking wallet in his pocket. And I'm thinking, he wouldn't have anything to put in it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a proper chain. Bro, not proper, a fashion chain. No, no, she's a chain, bro. <laughs> Commercial so, grade. You know, like I said, the people watching the trippers and that, if they're not hurting anyone, mate, I'm like, you go, brother, because you're fucking fueling my entertainment for the day. Yeah, you know? it's good. It's definitely dodgy in this area, but it's not unsafe. No. Compared to like Sydney vibes. That's right. When you're going, holy, there's well, just in the city on the weekend, I'm just going, there's a few places you can walk down here and get yourself in some mischief. Oh, yeah, I'd much rather be on here on a Friday night than King's Cross. Well, yeah. like, <laughs> put it this way, like we, we went to the UFC and stuff and went to a bit of an after party near it and there was a chance to go out to Penrith to mm. the after party with Bam Bam's whole, like that's where his after party was. Yeah. And we made a conscious decision. <laughs> so him for to do his after party in the western West suburbs. suburbs. Yep. And we're going, right, four or five days here. We've really hooked in. It's at the end of it. We probably haven't had a drink for two hours trying to figure out what we're going to do. And we're like, you reckon it's our vibe? Probably not. And sort of made the decision to not go out there because we're going, oh, mate, we could really turn this trip upside down if someone decides they don't like us and we get a stab wound in the neck or something, you know. Yeah, do, how many enemies do you have? Do <laughs> uh, no, no one, but it's just like, I don't know, we don't really like... And wearing the Alpha Bloke shirts out in Western Sydney and everyone's full of piss as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you guys get recognised a lot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. yeah, like obviously like you'd know, mate, the social media thing. Like yeah. anyone from anywhere can just stumble across a clip of you. They might yeah, not know us from the podcast, but they go, oh, I've seen you on something. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was walking Who I don't know if it was good or bad, but I've seen you. Yeah. You're like, where do I know you from, mate? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, it honestly, I probably just look like your like, cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Didn't you do a bit on that, how like you get mistaken for like, Getting look like people. Yeah, whatever. people always uh, tell me I look like um, Ted Bundy <laughs> and um, the guy Joe from the Netflix show You. So both serial killers, both um, famous too. Yeah, yeah, and both like kind of hot. If you excuse <laughs> the monobrow. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, mate, the weird thing is, is for some reason women just love serial killers. Talk me into that. Yeah, cause... and apparently that's my energy. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I do... done well at the Bundy show on Friday night. <laughs> Ted's here. Ted Bundy. I do get heckled a fair bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I suppose you just got to take it in, though, don't you? Did it take yeah. you a bit to um, get over that, or you're pretty natural at um, I think handling hecklers? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if the hecklers are funny, great. But usually, like, 80% of the time, they're not funny. And usually it bothers other people in the crowd more than me because well, they've paid money to see me. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, I, I do it every night. I don't. 
Yeah. I don't like, really care, but you're ruining it for everyone else. Like you, know? you were saying before, man, like Bundy on a Friday night at 8.30 when everyone's blind. Like it's different between like maybe a Tuesday night at a place where old mate's comments witty and then you can feed off that and it's funny for everyone. Yes. You know, instead of just, you're a fuckwit. And you go, okay. It was, I had a ripper heckle. It was just like, I love those blokes that just have the confidence. They're clearly sitting in the darkness and there's 500 other people there. And I love when they just pick a window to yell. And one guy nailed it last night. We'll talk, I was doing some bit of crowd work. The girl was scared of sheep and also, her, long story short, but her father also left her, right? And I was like, oh, the real fear is probably ab- abandonment. And then the guy at the back just goes, you made abandonment. <laughs> Not going to lie, man, pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's sweet, eh? And that's harmless too, you know? It was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fucking great. Because I don't know if I ever would if I was at a comic show. I wouldn't have the confidence. No, I- I don't think so. Unless you're just full of piss, just to yell something. Well, out. I yeah. think I, like I don't really want to yell out too because I appreciate that someone's put all their work into that. But in saying that, I've, I haven't been to that many either. Like no. that's the other thing, mate. Is I love comedy and like the idea of being witty and making people laugh. But it's like we've never really been exposed to comedy. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a Friday night in Gladstone. Mm. There's the comedy club on down at the tavern or yes. something like that. So, but I think that's why these regional towns appreciate when someone does come through here. Yeah, 100%. to open their eyes to something new. Yeah, it's always a lot of people's first shows yeah. when they come yep. see me, so, which I know going out there. So if it's not like immediately a hot crowd, I'm not like angry about it. I'm just nah. like, oh yeah, well, I'll, well, I'll get them. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. You just like ease them into it. Where where are you from, mate? I'm like, from Melbourne. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. sweet. So there's obviously a lot of the comedy scene going on down there or more opportunities to give yeah. it a go, I suppose. Yeah, there's so many open mics and stuff. Like if you want to start, I guess, Melbourne and Sydney opportunity-wise is the best. Yeah, yeah. Usually like people will leave, even people will even leave like Adelaide and Brisbane to go to Melbourne and Sydney to pursue it. Yeah, right. Just because there's not even that many opportunities in like Adelaide. How yeah. many clubs are in Melbourne? Uh, there's only like two clubs, but there's like weekly nights that are on. Like you yeah. can probably do like five or six gigs a week if you really wanted to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I suppose the power of social media now too is opening opportunities for people to get exposure without going to those shows, which is probably good maybe for like someone who lives where we do. Like they might not, they might be able to put like skits up to get exposure, but you'd still need that practice in front of an audience. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's been, I mean, the best for me. I mean, I don't have to do all those little rooms a lot in Melbourne now. I just I just tour all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm usually it's kind of flipped. I started off in the city and now I'm always just in regional towns. Yeah. Because I do like everywhere. Like but you just, go work on a bit but down at a, at a comedy club? Yeah. Instead of just trialing it here on regional But then also sometimes I will just throw in a new bit or a new story if it happened like a couple of days before. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I think that's funny. Yeah. And you kind of play it off like, ah, oh, this literally happened the other day. And people are stoked that you're just kind of talking about their town. Yeah. Then well, if it has legs, you kind of go, ah, oh, maybe I could keep doing that. That's bit. right. Like the chick with the tits out. You might bring, sure. that up, <laughs> bring that up tonight and then that might go off. And then look, the next place is pretty regional. So you drop the tit joke again. That's like, true. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, I'm just sitting here writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mate, take us back to the start of it all. Like growing up, did you? always have a knack for making people laugh like how did you sort of uh yeah i i don't know i think i was just an attention seeker yeah i definitely thought i was funny yeah i don't know if the execution was good yeah but i think that's a lot of guys in school oh yeah you you think you've got like you got tickets on yourself and then you grow up and you'll look back and you're like 
Maybe I was just annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like ninety percent of blokes. Or yeah. good at bullying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just a good. No, I was just. I don't know. Yeah, I was definitely. Like, I used to be the weirdo at school. I was weird. Like I used to do. I used to make videos with my friends at lunchtime, like just jumping into bushes, just doing stupid shit. But then I was also like sports captain. Yeah, right. So I was like, I just, I, I, I dabbled in the arts, but then I was like pretty good at footy. Look, you, run, you run your own race, mate. And that's yeah. one of our slogans that we say all the time. Fucking run your own race. Like, yeah. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Whatever you, what makes you happy, go do it. Yeah, like I was in a band in year 12 yeah. playing bass. Stop and it. that's what I wanted to do first. Yeah, right. And then um, I you know, went and did a Bachelor of Music Business at TAFE and then realised uh, there wasn't much money in music i was yeah. like oh why why would i split this four ways yeah. so then i was like comedy yeah yeah, yeah. That's, got, <laughs> yeah. that's how dumb i am i went oh there's not much uh money in entertainment anyway i'll get into entertainment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and mate like was there like when did you actually decide to maybe give the comedy thing a crack like first couple of open mics and you're like oh i like this or you know how did that sort of start and come about I went to see a show. I'd never seen live stand-up till 2015, and then three months later I did my first gig. Yeah, so a year right. out of high school, I finished school in 2014, and then a few months out I, I was at TAFE doing that course. I didn't really like it. And then I went to see a show at the Comedy Festival. It was uh, Nick Cody's show, uh, Australian Comedy, very funny. And I don't know, mate, I guess credit to him, he made it look easy. And I yeah. was like, oh, I could do that. And then it uh, turns out it's definitely much harder than he made it look. And then I went to a gig and I just kept going back. I just got addicted. Yeah. I think I got a few laughs and then I realized like that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I just like did everything. I got obs- I really obsessive over it. Yeah. Like listening to podcasts all the time, talking about it and going to gigs whenever I can. I would wait like three or four hours for the chance to get a five-minute spot. Yeah. And then I would drive like 45 minutes to the, into the city, 45 minutes back. And sometimes I wouldn't even get to perform, but I was just obsessed with it. Which yeah. is, that's unreal, man, hearing about that because a lot of the stories you hear of people who have become successful and are doing tours like yourself, there was that period where they were doing that. No one knew about it. They don't really talk about it very often. And I think it forms this um, thing where people see someone like yourself touring and they're like, oh, I'll just chuck a couple of clips up online. Why isn't it working for me? Or yeah. starting a podcast and going, oh, well, we're funny too or we're doing this and we've got – We've got an Instagram and it's got 10 clips on it. Why aren't we doing this and that? But people really don't realise the amount you actually do have to obsess, like you said, and put some fucking real effort in, maybe with no reward for ages. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, this is my sixth tour. I think people think it's my second because I didn't like blow up until the last one yeah. On, yeah. on TikTok. I, I had like a bit of a following, but we're not talking. Like I was doing like, you know, in Sydney, I was doing the Pato RSL like yeah. once. Yeah. And then last year we did it 11 times. So, like, it kind of started to blow up during the tour and we just kept adding more yep. more shows. And then the show I was lucky enough to, like, do the end more and stuff, which is crazy. Like, and that yeah, was a dream at the start. I was like, oh, imagine if I could do that. That would be insane. What were you doing through the old uh, Weezer period, COVID? Uh, streaming uh, Tony Hawk on Twitch. Yeah, Dude, yeah. legitimately, this is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just yeah. Drink, drinking beers and streaming. What about you guys? Were you even – you didn't even well, have Well, yeah, we're back. We're still working. We're – no, we hadn't even done the podcast. Yeah, well, we were sort right of... Right at the end of it, yeah. I think it was sort of in the guts of it. And it was funny, like, now it's not a big thing, but we saw all the podcasts that we're talking about. We nicknamed it The Weezer because mm. you said the name of it 
And if there was one word of it in there, it'd come up with a blue thing saying this rah rah rah. And we're like, yeah. fuck that. We'll just call it the Weezer. Yeah. So we got out of <laughs> having anything to do with it the whole time. And see, the thing that we focused on, man, is like you look back at a lot of shows, like even Rogan and stuff, there's a period there. Perfect example. Like Rogan, there's a period there, mate, where it's just COVID. Weezer, sorry. Excuse my language. But, like, you go back and... And, <laughs> and thanks for apologising. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, like, you go back there and a lot of people just like to go back and listen because they got time to fill. But no one wants to go back now and listen to that shit. So, like, uh, yeah. for a lot of it and get stuck down in what we were in and stuff like that. So we purposely tried to mention a little bit about it but just tried to keep it normal conversations and that. So if you go back through the catalogue, it's not like you're stuck in this time that everyone's going through that shit, you know? Yes, yeah, um, we did. It was so hard in Melbourne. We were, I was doing podcasts as well during yeah. COVID and we were doing it over Zoom. Yeah. And it was so, so hard to ignore it because we were talking over a computer. Yeah, <laughs> We right. tried to ignore it, but it's also you just ran out of stuff to talk about. And, and I suppose it's one of those things that I do need to remember. We could still drive out to work in the mines. We could still come home. I was living on a farm. Yeah. So it's like my life wasn't impacted as much as like you guys. Yeah, were, so. I was like telling yarns like, yeah, I went to the kitchen the other day. It was sick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that would have been heavy. For literally, there were talk. Where there were conversations where we were like talking about like the most hectic pisses and shits we'd had during the lockdown. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? What are we doing here? But people were like listening to it from Melbourne, being yeah. like, dude, I had hectic shit as well. <laughs> they can relate. To, they can relate to it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's all I've done this week. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but, man. So that was 2020 lockdown, but then yep. 2021, Melbourne went back into another six month one. And Meg and I, my girlfriend and I, we just got out. We went to Darwin yep. and did the two weeks quarantine. Yeah. Because I had like this tour booked in and I had regional Queensland, Perth booked in. And I was like, I'm not cancelling it. So then I just, we did two weeks. Like we put ourselves into quarantine with those. This weird loophole where you could just voluntarily do quarantine at the time in Darwin. Mm. And it was great. And then I toured. I, I'd, Left in July and I got back to Melbourne in November. Yeah. And we were just homeless for like six months and we just traveled all around just dodging yep. COVID. That's, good, that's some good content there. Yeah, I got to go see the AFL Grand Final because my uh, team Melbourne were in it. Yeah, so that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It, was a few, it was one of the best trips of my life, but it was so weird because I didn't see my friends or family for like five months. But they yeah. were like, don't come home. You're not missing anything. Like, yeah. And, mate, yeah. that would have been great for you after experiencing that almost get, like getting let out of the cage and just going, right. Like, let's go have a bit of fun sort of thing. What would it be? That was kind of the attitude. I was like, I'm not having another year off because I'd already had one year off stand-up pretty yeah. much. And then I had this whole tour booked in and even, not even financially, just like momentum-wise and frustration-wise, I was mm. like, I want to do this. I'm literally young. I was like, I'm 25 years old. I need to do this now. Yeah. Well, I've still got, you know. Yeah. The time and yeah. the, the will. <laughs> Did you feel like you got a bit of like ring rust, I suppose, like as in getting back up there after so long where you're like, oh, right, oh, time to get back into the flow or did you just fucking pick it up? Uh, I think it's somewhere on my YouTube channel is like, yeah, the first gig back. I documented the process going back yeah, into nice. it. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, I remember like walking up there like uh, it's been a while, but I've been doing it for four and a half, five years at that point before we went into lockdown. So you kind of, pick up a little bit where you left off. Mm. But everyone was just talking about COVID. Every comedian had a COVID bit and I was refused to talk about it. Yeah, that's probably. I did one bit about it really early on Yeah, and it was barely to do with COVID. I mentioned it and then after that, I was like, I'm never mentioning it again. Yeah. Because people don't want to hear it. They've come no. out to escape. It's like what you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man, you know. That so, eight months like that you're on tour, will you take much of a break at the end of the year or you'll still stay sort of consistent? 
I'm going to New Zealand in November and December. Yeah. And then I've got six months off. I mean, I'll do some stuff like yeah, around. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go overseas next year. And yeah, nice. do some like UK and Europe. and Which, which I reckon is great too, man, because like even our audience, I think our second biggest following is in the UK. Yeah. Because yep. – they fucking get us. They get the they get the banter. They don't take it seriously. Even like traveling a bit, some of the best people that we've just got along with like that are the Poms, like and even fucking Irish up. and the Scottish, because they just feed off each oh, other. Dude, the Scots are next level. They're oh. so good. They're just Australians that talk funny. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah. Your biggest thing for that'll be if they're blind, you won't even be able to fucking. Do the whole crowd work as you be like, I have no fucking idea what you just said. Yeah, dude, that was a problem. So I went there in March this year and, and did a tour over there. And, dude, the best shows I've probably ever done. It was so much fun. Yeah. And But, yeah, you talk to them and you're just like, dude, you sound like Shrek. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you reckon, like, I talked about it a bit before that the social media, obviously, for us and, like, yourself, one of the best ways now to help you grow while you're still doing things. Do you reckon that's been a big impact is that what you notice your blow up sort of thing come from that you reckon or is it just a combination yeah de- definitely social media tiktok was a massive mm. um thing as I, I imagine you guys it's just like that algorithm yeah it's a, it's such a good way to reach thousands and thousands of people in a very mm. short time yeah like i think i had maybe like i had a bit of a following on instagram bit of a following on youtube just scattered mm. before that cuz that's what everything was scattered and now it feels like TikTok's my biggest now, and that's overtaken yeah. everything else. Do you find that it's like a consistency thing? Like as in you just have a certain amount of clips. One might not be great, but if you just keep plugging away, yep. putting the right hashtags and shit in, it'll just keep fucking... If you just keep putting out quality content consistently, you pretty much can't lose on that algorithm, I think. Yeah, well, mate, that's the same as us. Like very early days, <clears throat> sort of just made a thing where it's like, right, we're putting a clip up a day and just fucking doing it. No matter what you see or whatever. It's paid off. Yeah, and it's just – and that's the thing where, like you're talking about before, driving hours to those shows, waiting to do shit and that. It's like sometimes you just got to do it and not see results for ages and yeah. fucking just – yeah. That, that trip when, when my girlfriend and I were just traveling around together, we were – it was getting to the point where that's where I first started to build the momentum. And, I like, I was had no clips before that, so I was doing crab work, then – grabbing the footage, editing in the car while she'd drive to the next show. Yeah. And then I'd try and get the clip up before I got on stage at the night and then r- repeat that cycle and try and get like three, four clips a week. Yeah, yeah it was that's good. Pretty, yeah. It was it was a lot of hard work, but it was like glad now I did it in hindsight. And, yeah. mate, it'd be much better for you now, like having a team and that or whatever that does that. And it's like, fuck, I'm glad I did that shit. Yeah, now I can actually be a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure it would be, man. Was there a certain like um, reel or clip? at the start of it that really went gangbusters for you and you went, holy fuck, I've got a bit of traction down sort of thing. Yeah, so the first one years ago was I did this bit about VCAL, which is like kind of like TAFE but in high school in Victoria. It's called a Victorian Certificate of Applied Learning and yeah. it's like what all the trader kids do. And then I used to, I just made, you know, made fun because I had to go teach stand-up comedy at this VCAL class. Mm. And, you know, it's just like I described it like, you know, it's like where you go to eat glue and build blocks, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the vibe. <laughs> it's uh, for people who like, you know, can't be fucked to do university but also just can't be fucked to do tape. They just, I don't know, 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just coasting through year 12 for a bit. But I I was, I made fun of it clearly in like an, a nice enough way where I started to get heaps of VCAL students come to my shows. Mm. They're like, dude, we love your bit. And I was like, I'm making fun of you. And they're like, yeah. 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 Like, I felt heard. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Mm. But and like, yeah. That one went big. And then more recently with TikTok and stuff, I had someone at my show in Tamworth at the start of last year's tour come to the show who had Tourette's. And that one oh, went dude. crazy viral. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And you going off the back of that too would be such a hard thing because you're like, righto, hopefully, obviously they're here. They have got a good sense of humour. But it's like not going too savage on their fucking problem that they have. Yeah, yeah. Like, and now know. I get so many people with Tourette's come to my shows. Like I reckon it's happened like 10, 15 times now. And yep. some of them I don't even post because like, I have so many. I can't just – I feel bad. Yeah, you know what I mean? feel weird Tourette's to just guy. keep yeah. – Well, yeah, and it also just feels weird. Like I don't want to like seem feel like I'm cashing in on a disability. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also like, oh, but these – people want to be on TikTok. Like they come to shows and they're like messaging me after, hey, like I'd be so cool if you posted that. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. But like, yeah. you know, they're all very similar as well. Mate, yeah. I reckon two out of ten rocked up going, i got Tourette's tonight. Like trying to get a run, fucking like as in yeah, oh. that has also happened. <laughs> has it? Yeah, and then you can oh. tell very quickly. Yeah, yeah, dude. What a piece of shit you have to be to pretend you have Tourette's. Yeah, yeah well, man, to get some attention, eh? Yeah, but it is insane, and that's like you know the positive. So where's the and- Parkinson's boys? A couple of hands movements yeah. instead of the fucking Tourette's. Yeah, well, Tourette's I- is talking, eh? Yeah, yeah. And it's then just Parkinson's well, is Tourette's, just uh, you shouldn't be a crane driver. I, Tourette's I, I had a guy. After my show, this is true story. Right, <laughs> he was taking the photo, and he was taking ages to take the photo, and he's like going. I was like, he's going ham on that rapid fire, like he's getting all the angles. <laughs> and the girlfriend was like, just standing there, and she was like, used to it. So she's like popping poses and stuff. And I after like, fuck, maybe twenty, thirty seconds, I was like. This has been quite an extensive photo shoot. I should say something. Yeah. And then, because, you know, there's a re- there's a line as well. Yeah. So I was like, all right, mate, that's probably enough of the rapid fire. And then the guy was like, oh, I've actually got Parkinson's. Oh. And oh. for whatever reason, like, we used to have music playing in the meet and greet. The song had just ended. Oh. And, like, <laughs> the other one came up. And then I remember it was just Jump by Van Halen just started playing. It was silence. It was like... <laughs> It was like, like, oh, I've actually got Parkinson's. And then people in the line go, oh. And then you hear, dun, 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 dun. And I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) Dude, it was so bad. Yeah, that couldn't have been, that script couldn't be written any better. Yeah, it was really bad, dude. (laughs) I felt awful. He he thought it was very funny. Which is good. It's good when people sort of put themselves out there like that and have that sense of humor. Be handy if you wanted to jerk off with that disease. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be all right. Yeah. You, yeah. you wouldn't even have to stroke. No. No, you just, just hang on. Hover. But, mate, your approach, like obviously seeing a lot of your stuff online, right, um, the crowd work and shit, like that's pretty cool that you've got that ability, I suppose, because it's. I don't think that's something that can be taught. Like you need to be witty and be able to read the room and come up with a thing that would relate to the crowd, right? Mm. Is, that, is that something that you enjoy doing as part of your show? Yeah, it's so yeah, much like, fun. Because yeah. I do so many shows that, like, you got to keep it interesting for yourself every night as well as the crowd. I feel like they like it because it's just for them mm. in the room and then it also keeps it fresh for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, sure. And I just like learning about people. I like it's. A, I think it's the best way to learn about different places and the kind of people that live there. Yeah. And you get, you get, them, you get often I, like, I really enjoy a lot of my clips are often making them 
the star in mm. a way. Like if you find a funny audience member, I think a lot of comedians maybe get upset if the audience is like being funny and maybe like they're not getting as many laughs. Yeah. I love it when the audience is being funny because yeah. it's like a laugh for – they're making everyone else laugh. It's just a good That's vibe in the room. I think it's great. I, I'm not like so cut up when I'm like, oh, yeah, I need yeah. to be funnier than them. But I – Occasionally you get some like we all know there's that bloke at the pub that is funnier than any comedian you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that guy in the room's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. And do you reckon it's sometimes like for me, especially if I was gonna give that a go, I'd like have a fucking thing repeated in my head of how it's gonna go and you have a plan and shit. Do you reckon some people like have this plan and they're about to hit a punchline? Oh mate rolls out and they sort of ignore him to keep the joke going, but it's like that's where you go, right? Eh? What's this fucker got to offer sort of thing? Yeah, but usually when they have a plan, it sucks. Yeah. When they go in like locked and loaded because they want it to go a certain way and then when it maybe doesn't go the way they want it to go, they're stumped and yeah. then it goes off the rails. It's kind of better when you just find a character yeah. who's like – it's usually just some old bloke who – the perfect audience member is someone who doesn't want to be talked to. Yeah. But then once it starts happening, they kind of just happen to roll with it. Yeah. It's always just old blokes that have like come with their daughter and they're like, yeah, you know, mate, I don't know much about you, but she's a big fan or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you talk to yeah. their dad for like 10 minutes and he's like, he's got like the best stories yeah. ever. Well, mate, that's like the, the biggest part of our show has been the call-ins and that. Because like, in my opinion, the funniest motherfuckers on earth are old blokes who, like you said, don't have the ability to share their joke on social media or, or call this person, they've been making fuckers laugh at the end of the bar for 20 years. 100%. But now they're like, they'll call a joke in or a story and you're just like, all of a sudden we got access to these fucking hilarious blokes. I'll never forget the one, the guy who called in your show about the um, I Dropped My Jacket. Oh, yeah. All-time wow. classic. Mate, yeah. that was awesome, mate. There's been a couple of those ones that stick. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucking good, man. There's just something about the delivery and the cadence as well of an Australian bloke telling a joke like that. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it comes with the territory of he's told it a million times. Yeah. But every time – got my neighbour Barry is like 70 years old yeah. and he knows I'm a comedian. And since he found out that I do comedy, <laughs> he tries to catch me in the driveway and, like, he'll just come out and just go, oh, am I – I got one for you. <laughs> like, and I honestly couldn't, I can't even repeat 90% of them oh, on the pod. Yeah. They yeah. are the most heinous things I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Once you get to that age, there's not a fuck you will give, eh? Oh, no. There's no filter. No, no. And that's like old Quinn. I'm scared to, for those days. Oh, yeah. You, you're on the edge now. Yeah. But that's what old Quinn's got a bit on because obviously, like, there's a system where they all hit it and Quinn's got to vet them. So it's like, dude, we got some wild shit on the fucking backfiles. <laughs> like just from, you can imagine someone pissed going, I'll fucking tell the boys that. And just yeah. ring in, especially the ones that aren't jokes, their stories, fucking hell. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're incriminating yourself right now. Yeah, yeah. And then send photos as well to back the story up and you're just going, wow. <laughs> like, and you're one, also like, yeah, I heard the tone of your voice. I believed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one bloke, man, told us about how he passed out and he's he's had his, his foot was numb or something. And a little pit bull puppy chewed his toes off and fucking all this sort of stuff. And we're going, wow, that's wild. But we're sort of going, oh, send us a photo, mate. Because after the show, we're sort of like, oh, you know, bit of mayo on that. Send us a fucking photo. And the toes were gone. Like, and you go. Because he had an injury, didn't he? Yeah, he had yeah. something where he's like so his he had nerves. no nerve ending, so he'd passed out drunk. And then they'd 
chewed its toes. Oh chewed my his toes off. God, imagine being that drunk. Oh right, no, he, like, he, had, he had something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know what the injury injury was for that. I story. don't know, but like I said, they're funny for the show, good yarn and that. But I'm like, you know, he might have like chewed his toenail off, or it might have been hanging a little bit. But yeah, man. Or it's this. just the story he tells as to why he got his toes cut off, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, sent the photo through, and you go, okay. I had one last night at Marybar. Actually, there was a snake breeder, and um, he said one time the snake. Actually, I should have asked. Wait, I'm just thinking about this now. The snake bit his cock. Oh, and he goes, and there was a bit of. I had a bit of doubt because I was like, "What do you mean? Why was it? Why was your cock out around the snake?" <laughs> I actually should have questioned him way more on that. For yeah, some reason, yeah. I kind of just accepted that. I was like, "Oh yeah, Mary Barrow, that tracks." But, <laughs> <laughs> but then in hindsight, I'm like, "Why were you hanging dong around the snake, dude? Yeah, just two snakes docking and um, <laughs> something off jackass." Yeah, that's literally that's yeah. And then. Uh, this morning he messaged me the bloke and he, his name was Zach, a lovely guy. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, mate, I can send you the photo if you want. And I was like, I'm so good, brother. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I do you have like it. little like vampire like Dracula teeth marks in your cock? He's like, mm. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, mate. So how many um, how many shows have you got left, bro? Are you over halfway? Yeah, I think we're over halfway now. But uh, maybe yeah. not over in Cat New Zealand. I don't know. Yeah. I think after this trip we will be yeah uh, probably about just over halfway now. Yeah, cool. Because we did all like regional New South Wales, Victoria. Yeah, 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 everywhere. I suppose the hardest thing for you too in quick succession like that, like one bout of food poisoning, or you know if you get crook or something like that, traveling around heaps. Have you had that and had to do shows where you might be feeling just fucked, but you're like, like yeah, yeah, it's happened once. The biggest show I'd ever done at the time was I in Sheffield in the UK, yeah. and I was sick as a dog and we were loading myself up with like Panadol just anything like cold and flu tablets I was like if I can just mask it for an hour and then the adrenaline just in the moment like walked out in front of like you know that many people I was like this is I think you just your, your body just takes over and then afterwards I crashed Yeah, but like in the moment I think I hit it kind of to the audience I was definitely like taking a drink of water and maybe coughing a bit out of the microphone. Yeah. I'd wait till a big life if I knew like a big punchline was coming up. I'm like, all right, we can clear my throat in two minutes. Yeah. Just ah. hold through. Hold through, yeah. yeah. But um, I've been lucky. I try and keep fit. I go for a lot of runs. Yeah. We, we're like not – I think a lot of people think it's like this big crazy rock star lifestyle. My rider is water and a fruit platter. Yeah, Because yeah. if it was beers, like we were doing beers and stuff last year, and then after a while, you're just like, dude, this is not sustainable. Oh, yeah. no way. Like, so we're doing shows on like a Monday night in Maryborough. If you're just smashing beers all week yeah. and then you, it's not fair to you, it's not fair to your team, your body, the crowd. Oh, 100%. It's just a mate. shitty lifestyle. So I don't really drink that much anymore on tour. We, we have nights off where we go out and we kind of keep it separate from the mm. shows now. Yeah, for sure. That's Are there any go. foods you avoid? On tour? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm just a fussy boy. Yeah, right. In general. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, yeah, you want yeah. lettuce on your subway. Yeah. Yeah. That's I right. was not happy about that. She's like, what about spinach? I was like, I'd actually just rather raw dog it. <laughs> 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 to be honest. Uh, mate, we sort of skipped over before. Um, was that Emney? Or what theatre did you perform at? The uh, there, I did the Enmore in Sydney. That was, yeah, that was the biggest shows I've done. I did four of them, which is crazy. Yeah. So talk us through that, bro. Like, skip past that. But, like, what was that feeling like for the biggest show you've done? You know, leading up to that point, you go, holy fuck. Like, this is happening. Like, is there any different feelings for you before you work out, walk out? Like, talk us through it. Yeah, I didn't usually get, like, very, like, um, I usually try not to get, 
really focused on because it's the same thing. You do the, it's a, you know it should be it should be the same as a three hundred people. It shouldn't matter how many people in the audience you're going out there to give the best show yeah. possible. So I try not to too hard to think about that. But I'll, I will met afterwards. I was like I don't usually get that sentimental. I was like that was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was just cool to have all my friends there and like you know they're just you know like we look up at the wall and like. Dude, Oasis have played there and the Rolling Stones and yeah. all these crazy big bands. And then to just be like, the guy was like, oh, yeah, this, the, the rumor I was doing my meet and greet in the tiny little area, like, oh, Chappelle dropped in and did a show here three months ago. And I was like, oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, so that in the sense was cool to oh. just like take that in. Um, yeah. And then I was like, okay, things are going pretty well. Cause I think that yeah. happens nearly every show, by the way. <laughs> just yeah, sirens yeah. in the so background. Just, just ignore it. Maybe she's still got her tits out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think just t- I did take a little moment. Uh, it was probably in my head it went for like five seconds, probably a second. When I said thank you, good night, I just maybe paused for a longer second than I would and just looked around. I was like taking like a little mental image. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, the next, and then two days later I was in Wagga again. So it was, well, yeah. it was, it was you, you get humbled very quickly. Yeah. There's some bloke in Wagga going, fucking when does the comedy start? And you're yeah, like, yeah. good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think that's, that's going to be one from Jimmy Carr's show, eh? When's yeah. the comedy start or something? Yeah. Fucking oath. But mate, is there any, um, any of those sort of comedians that you've always aspired, like how they operate, someone you look up to and sort of, yeah, I suppose, like hearing about Chappelle being there and you go, that's yeah. fucking cool, like those sort of people. Yeah, I mean, there's like ones of like how they operate and obviously they act like um, Andrew Schultz as, you know, the, in what he's done online with the podcasting and yeah. uh, I was lucky enough to, I got to open for him um, when oh, he nice. came over the first time, which was it was lovely to us, and then like, and then to them watching him go on from there because he was much smaller back then. Back then and now yeah. seeing what he's become is really cool. Jim Jeffries, obviously. Yep. Um, mm. I just Jim's such a good storyteller, man. Yeah. He yeah. just has it down pat, and he's never lost his Australianness, and I love that about him. Yeah. Like even Except though he leaves, his voice. Do you reckon he's lost in his yeah, voice? Yeah, I definitely reckon he's lost his voice. Oh, I mean, he does live in LA. Yeah. But yeah. I reckon he, maybe he kind of puts it on because I see him here. When he comes back, I go see him every year. Yeah. And he's still got it. Like, okay, he's, still, yeah, yeah. he's still got the, like, he had, like, you know, an eight-minute bit on drop bears. Like, yeah, he's still yeah. got it. So yeah, it's like yeah. adapting, I suppose, to the audience you're performing to, maybe. Yeah, and I love that he does, he like, just, you know, he lives in America, but he still rags on him like an Australian does, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sort of, you'd, you'd have, have to, to if you were going to keep with your Australianness, Yeah. wouldn't you? You know. Literally, he, so many people. You've changed, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> they were up. He weren't they for a stage there? Yeah, but yeah. I reckon uh, he's he's definitely. I reckon he's our best for sure. He's yeah. great. No, there's some good ones getting around. Eh? It's um. Fuck, he was good back in the day. Shane Gillis is yeah. Uh, his new Netflix special is really good. Yeah, yep. worth checking out. He's yep. very good. Yeah. So, and, mate, what are the other goals for you? Maybe to like have like Netflix, like to be on the specials like that or just keep kicking ass and hopefully maybe something comes from it or what's your sort of... Yeah, now it's a car alarm. Wow. Um, I'm never getting that one. Doing well today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the- <laughs> maybe we just... Shout out to fucking Gladstone. Wow. There you go. Cool. Yeah, that's a first. God, I hope that I parked my car at the back. That's probably mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was his question? Should we wait till this is over? Yeah, let's wait. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear it in your headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's gone. Go. All right. Uh, well, oh, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's the dream, right? Mm. Uh, not start it again. <laughs> Her tits are definitely out. 
There's fuckwit. There's. <laughs> Someone's car. car got robbed And then it got robbed again Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the chick with the tits out The main street I love yeah. it was just one of our cars Oh yeah that'd just be great You're sitting here laughing about <laughs> yeah. it yeah. <laughs> You get out and you're like Oh my shit's gone uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah so obviously that's the dream No we're good Yeah we're good I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah go for it um, I think I'm just gonna I put a special out on YouTube Because yeah. I'm a bit of My mentality is like I've never been on TV. I mm. did radio for a bit, but we still got that opportunity ourselves. We sent in a demo tape, like delusional yeah. people, and they just liked it. So I've never like had like my brother manages me. Like it's a mm. you know we started our own business. Yeah. I've never really like been with a big management company or like a. I've never been on TV, so I think like, you know, just my my mentality is always like just do do everything yourself, and then yeah. hopefully one day. Well, Someone will notice, but even if they don't, I don't I really care. Like I've got, I'm so lucky to have this career anyway, yeah. and I'm happy to just keep doing it myself. And and mate, I think that's a great way of looking at it too. Sometimes um, instead of people maybe being a bit too proud and say like, oh, "I've worked so hard for that, I'm not putting it up for free," but mate, maybe you by doing that makes it easy, like accessible to everyone. Yeah. And someone who's in the position to offer you something might watch that for free and go, "Fuck, I like that," and get yeah. on to you instead of sitting there bitter. That no one's gone to you yet. You're like, oh, well, cop this and see what you reckon. I think that's why I do well regionally as well. Because I also understand that not everyone can afford a ticket to come to the show. Mm. Or even just like people are working. I, sometimes I'm here on a Tuesday. It's fair enough. I'm here once a year and then if you miss it, which is totally reasonable. I'm aware that not everyone can make the show. So I think doing touring it, maximizing it there and then putting it out for free afterwards is just feels like a good. And some people want to watch it again as well. Yeah. People are like, oh, man, I loved it the first time. I do that. If yeah. I can see a comedian live and then they put out the Netflix special, I'm like, I'm interested to see it, to see how they changed it. Or, oh, definitely. Oh, oh yeah. mate, right, that was a, that one of the hecklers that you had like a two-minute conversation with. That might be his fucking highlight of his couple of years and he's like, oh, I was on the fucking special. Listen, this is my bit. Yeah, like all true. his mates, you know. Yeah, you always seem like tagging their friends in the videos, like, this is me. Yeah. And, like, you see the video and you're like, dude, you do not come across great in this. And you don't have Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> but they're still, like, stoked to be in it. Yeah. I'm oh, always keen to go see a comedian again. I'm like, if you enjoy what they did that night, of course you want to see them again, see how they've got growth and what they've yeah. got next. Yeah. And it's like you said, Cam, before, us not being exposed to be able to just go and watch a comedian who does that as a job and we've always appreciated humour and stuff like that. So to be able to go to your home thing like that, like you coming here, man, it's fucking awesome. you got to respect the skill too. Not yeah. many people can do what you guys can do and you yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just takes years of work. It's like anything. I feel like people could do it if they probably – I don't think I have any natural ability. I think I definitely was – like, look back on when I started, I was like, God, I'm a lot better at doing it now. Yeah. But I know people can be funny, but they can't take the heckling and then they fail in that way. I think that's so – like, honestly, man, it's probably going to come up as like a diss to other comedians, which is – I think that's so pathetic. Yeah. Dude, it's in the nature of the job. Yeah. It's yeah, like definitely. if you're a tradie and you can't take a bit of light banter on the work side. It's like you you kind of know it comes with the territory. Yeah. It's but, like you've got to have some level of rolling with the punches. Otherwise, you probably shouldn't be in front of people every night if you're that, like, insecure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I suppose that would take your time getting used to it and going to the comedy stores and getting used to the whole being in front of people thing, right? Yeah. Like, and, and it does also – what's the worst thing that's going to happen? It – you bomb. 
Yeah. Who cares? Then if you're bad, no one remembers you. People kind of only remember the good people. Yeah. Or if you are really bad, then they might remember yeah, you. But if you're like just intermediately, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably a good one to go off. What's your biggest bomb ever? Where you've just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Vandenberg last year was rough, eh? <laughs> I mean, it was my biggest bomb ever because it was one of those ones where like you get off stage and you're like, God, was that even – good and then everyone in the meeting group's like man that was the best thing i've ever seen and you're like well tell your fucking face yeah like you guys stared at me for an hour yeah i was up there doing my goddamn best yeah. you offered me fuck all yeah so i don't know but oh man there's been so many times like you know i've had there's just been times where it just hasn't clicked or you've said something over the line and then the crowd gets off you the worst bomb i ever had was karaoke in the sunny coast to be yeah. honest but that that was me and blake singing elvis on a yeah. monday night <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. was brutal man because <laughs> so we, we we so we were singing a song called a little less conversation a little more action Baby. 14 dudes wearing high vis just bit most of them aren't even facing us we didn't know the song we thought we did and then we the guy fades down the song like 45 seconds in and just goes that's definitely enough of that <laughs> and then just kicked us off <laughs> dude we <laughs> we handed back our microphones oh. it's like crickets and then this dude leans over and just goes boo <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst <laughs> the worst part oh. right the worst part is um I go back to the table and I was like, fuck, that was rough. But we were drunk. We didn't care. My girlfriend's like, oh, at least like no one here knows who you guys are. Because I was with Blake Pavey, who's another Australian comedian. He's on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. She's like, at least no one knows who you guys are. And then from the back of the room, just this bloke just goes, put that one on your fucking TikTok, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, always humbling. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Look, pretty much get on any stage at any time at 11 p.m. and you will be humbled in a regional town. Fuck I can, I can guarantee you that. 100%. Especially, like, if you have only done stuff in Melbourne and stuff, right? Yeah. And then you come to a regional town, that first regional show, like I said, especially if you're like, oh, Friday night, more people will come. Yeah, remember what happens on a Friday. <laughs> yep. I told my brother, I was like, hey, man, can you book me in Maryborough on a Monday? Yeah. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because I don't want to see what it's like on a Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Holy, yeah. That's like we did our sort of, um, like, had a go at just doing a live show. We've done one here, like in Gladstone yeah. and that. And we're like, yeah, because well, we sort of wanted to do a thing where it's not just about that. We'll get on the piss with them after. Cam's into his music and started a sort of DJ thing. Oh, sick. Where, so he did, he DJed after and that. Yeah. And leading up to it, like, even our mates, everyone there were like, fuck, it's going to be loose, man. It's a Friday and night. Fr Saturday night. So yeah, well, Saturday, Saturday oh, night. Oh, was it was a Saturday and, night. And how'd it go? Oh, mate, yeah. It. No, it was good. Yeah. Like, the crowd, everyone loved it and that. Like, we could obviously probably talk more and learn more to yeah. do more ourselves, but we involved... You know, like other people in the show that could do their little bits too and didn't sort of put too much pressure on ourselves because, you know, sitting on a couch here talking like this in front of a camera is mm. totally different to the... We didn't get humbled, show. so that's a bit scary. We'll have to go down an en enemy territory down to New South Wales and see how we go. Um, I just got the road to Rockhampton. I'm sure it will happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, yeah, you guys should do lifestyle. I mean... Dude, live podcasts are so popular. Even just like rip pubs and stuff. Mm. Like my favorite gig of the tour was at the um, 
oh, what's the pub called in Rockhampton? Oh, I have no idea. It was like little hundred seat. It was so much fun, dude. Yeah. Behind me, it just says like free pool on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I, just, I was doing these big theaters and stuff and I was like, there's something about just a pub with a hundred people that want to be there. Yeah. There's just, you can't top. Where you can just yeah. enjoy yourself. It's so sick. No, but um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I've, I've bombed, but yeah, the, the karaoke was the worst one. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Better help us, mate. A little more action, baby. Yeah. Mate, apart from the comedy and the tours, uh, what's, what other stuff do you like to get up to? I, I like running, as yep. I said earlier. I'm a, a bit obsessive because I used to run in like high school, like in out, even outside school, I did running like 800 meter like athletics in the summer and cross country in winter. Oh, right. So I've kind of kept it up. And a lot of my mates are still good runners. Like I've got a mate who's like runs in the Paralympics. Like he's, yeah. um, he's, he's awesome. And, you know, and so I've started posting my times on Instagram to like kind of hold myself accountable. So I like, yep. you know, I'm like, dude, if I'm posting this to thousands of people, I can't not run. Yeah, Cause yeah, there's yeah. people going, you haven't posted a run in a while, mate. What's going on? You're getting slack. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and so funny, like my mates who are actually good at running, like, you know, compete on the world stage, just message me like, why are you bragging about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You run 10K yeah. on the Brisbane River. Shut up. And that's, <laughs> and that's what the Australian mates are for, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> just keeping, you. keeping it in your place. But yeah, they do a lot of running. I, I like music. I'm just... Yeah. You got a podcast, you said, mate. Yeah, well, I got two. I got one oh, with my nice. girlfriend called Luke and Meg, and yeah. then uh, that's and then one called BLT with uh, Blake, who I mentioned earlier, Blake Pavey, and my husker yeah. mate Tyler, uh, who also does music and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, BLT, Blake, Luke, and Tyler. We thought that Ooh. was so clever that we literally started a podcast. We we're like, dude, it's like the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that is the I. definition of like. Th- Three white dudes being like, dude, we should start a podcast because, like, it's got a good name. Well, yeah. how's this? Well, it wasn't that, but we're like, what should we call it? We're like, oh, no, cooking, fishing, hunting, alpha blokes. And then we're like, holy fuck, we've had to work for two years to not be Andrew Tate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had to be like, fucking, that from by the way, we are not True. saying that we are. Yeah, dude. So it's like this thing where it's not like Cam and I sitting here being like, fucking we're the alpha males but it's like you call it that you have some episodes out and it's like right oh bruss we've got a bit of work here to make sure that we're not pretending like we're these fucking i will admit when i first saw the tiktok when alpha blokes part of my brain went oh righto and then i watched the clip and i went oh it's i get it yeah it's yeah, a yeah, yeah as soon right. as you realize and yeah. you give it any time or listen or and that's why we talk about the western sydney thing you see that name and yes. you're like, well, who do these cunts think they are sort of thing? It's like, what are you, Goggins, are you? And it's yes. like, no. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's a part of the, the funny thing of the show and we've sort of turned it into a thing about it's like being the alpha of your own life, control your own shit, like, and sort of turned it that way. But it's just funny how you said that name too, blokes. It's like, huh, we come up with that in a minute and went, that'll do. I did say, yeah, that's, that's a good name. I think it's, it's funny. And but I, I had the same problem with that. Years ago, I had a solo podcast called Memoirs of a White Guy. And back when I made it wow. in 2015, <laughs> that wasn't as much of a talking point in our society, yeah. Yeah. right? And it was just like the gag was like, I like fairy bread and I my favourite song's Mr. Brightside and I'm not a very good dancer, you know? Yeah. My favourite font's Comic Sans. I'm a white guy, yeah. you know? And then I... <laughs> Over the years, that kind of white guy sentiment became much less uh, brandable. Yeah. These days, you'd be cancelled on your first app. Yeah. So then, like, I think I by the end, I just changed it. I changed mm. the name to the Luke Kidgel Hour. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, I was like, this is just age, like, milk in the sun. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty crazy how the world is changing, man. And, like, as a comedian, I suppose, like, not being 
Yeah, it, it works in both ways because, like, someone bees controversial and that might be a clip that blows up. But obviously that could work a couple of different ways, right? Like probably easier to get cancelled or something and, yeah. you know. I don't even like that stuff. I felt like it was a bit of a phase mm. and it still happens. But also just – this is my rule. Everyone always goes like, what are you – what's – you know, how do you deal with cancel culture? It's like, dude, just don't be shitty. Yeah, yeah. Just be like be a respectable human – Try not to say too many things you wouldn't say in front of your mum. Read the room. It turns out loose your mum is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that rule probably doesn't apply to everyone. Actually, I've met a few mums after the show. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just like, just don't, you know, I, I push the envelope. What's funny is some people do think I'm edgy. Yeah. Like, I got a, guess I got a few jokes that maybe like, Yeah. I don't think they're edgy because yeah. I'm like a grown up. And it's like, dude, if you're offended by words, grow up. Well, dude, it's if, you're comedy. In, if you're in a regional town and I might hit you with a rogue comment, you're not going to hit him back with like a, oh, that's like, you're going to hit him back with a bit of similar humor. Right? I love, that's why I love going to regional towns. Yeah. yeah. The only place I really have a problem with it sometimes is like Melbourne, which yeah. is why I leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. How, like your social media, mate, like what's, what are the platforms at now? For you, um, I think yeah, TikTok's at like two point seven mil, which That's, is like yeah, not fucking yeah. unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's going crazy, and then yeah, Instagram's up to like four fifty, I think, yeah. and That's Facebook nice. started popping off all of a sudden for me. Yeah, it, it didn't move for like two years. Everyone went off Facebook, and now yeah, I don't know. I think we just someone's for us on too. There. It was like we didn't even look at that, but at the start, I was like, oh, I might as well put it on there because I'm putting it on the other two, and all of a sudden, it sort of. It's at the yeah. same as Instagram sort of thing. Look, but Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But like where I was going with that, mate, like people online, it's so easy for them to just rag <laughs> on people. And sometimes I think they don't realise they're actually talking to you. They're just like at this thing that they saw. How did, yeah. how did you go sort of blowing up and dealing with those comments? Has it been the thing that you've always been good with? Or Yeah. I'm lucky in a sense I maybe compared to other people, I haven't copped too much negativity, which yeah. I'm grateful for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, it, it still comes. I'm sure there'll be people out there commenting on your stuff. It just happens to everyone, right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I usually just see the comment. Man, often their username spelt incorrectly. Yeah. Yep. Straight like, up. I'm, I'm no like, profile picture. Well, it's a dog or a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Or a fish or a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Donald Trump's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I don't know. When you get roasted by like someone with Optimus Prime as their like profile picture, it doesn't <laughs> cut that deep. Nah. nah, I don't know. Still on their no. mum's Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So true. Yeah, You're like, you are in a dim lit room with LED lights. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Laundry baskets overflowing. Yeah. yeah. So but, I don't know. That It just honestly, hmm. I don't give it too much nah. thought. I, I see some negativity sometimes and I'm just like, cool. I don't even like delete or anything. I just yeah. leave it there. Yeah, I yeah. think the only person reading the comments are like you. Yeah. No one else gives a shit. People yeah. have got other stuff to do. Nah, and nah, anyone else right. is reading the comments, it's like, well, you probably you should, be, you you should yeah. be doing better shit as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Watch mate. the content and keep scrolling. Yeah, fucking oath. Mate, I'm, uh, I'm pumped to come to the show tonight. Mate, thanks and for coming. Mate, yeah, when, um, when you actually said, like we linked up a while ago and said you're keen to come on, because yeah. my missus is a big fan of you, mate, my wife. 
Uh, like, she's the one who first showed me, like, that Tick Tourette's thing going, fucking watch this, you'll find this funny. And I was like, that's fucking funny. That's you what know? I like about the shows is girlfriends are always one dragging their boyfriends and the boyfriends come into it and be like, oh, who's this <laughs> guy who my girl likes? And then by the end, <laughs> and then by the end they're like, oh, he's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is It's good to know that, like, you know, it's hitting both, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a good dynamic. Because I don't write jokes for girls. I actually don't really know because my shows have become more female yep. these days. And it's like, I don't know why, because I'm like kind of writing jokes for dudes because I write it from my perspective. Well, maybe because you're paying out blokes like me and yeah. the messages go, oi, look at this. That's because, true. Like, you know, and then it relates to us and we go, oh, funny cunt. Like that's yeah. pretty good, you know? Yes, guys like, yeah, manly guys with a good sense of humour like me. Fucking Masculine up. dudes with no sense of humour hate me. Yeah, but dude, that's what the whole thing is. You don't fuck them anyway. Like yeah. that, that thing about the tradies you did the other day, right? <laughs> I, I watched that. And I was like, that is so funny because you were talking about walking along and you had your backpack up and that. And it's like this Hilux pulled up, you know, and they wind the window down. And it's like, ooh, backpack. Yeah, nice kid. backpack. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I'm Why are you wearing that? It literally is a true story. Like, and I'm picturing me and my apprenticeship in the back seat and two, like, bullfeds going, look at this cut. Like, fucking, you know, the similar thing. It happens and all the time. It just relates yeah. to people, bro. So. Yeah. No, I'm I'm keen as man, and um, it's been unreal having a chat to you. Can't Mate, wait thanks to come for having and me on. see what it's all about. Um, we've got some guest questions that we normally hit everyone with. Hit me, you know. So we'll run through these. Uh, ever been arrested? No. Nah. Well, that's I'm good, boring. Yeah. No, that well, it's good, I suppose. Isn't good. It? We had a rough Have period you? there that um, there was like probably seven guests in a row that were um, arrested. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I not, like, it was not even a break in it. I feel like I'm maybe not the vibe that your listenership is used to. Yeah, well, <laughs> no. mate, it's sort of it's probably half and half now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I've only dabbled it in Canada. I haven't been. Nothing's happened here. Oh, you've never been arrested? You have not. Not here in Canada. I had the cuffs over the bonnet once, but um, yeah, they needed it for someone else. It's all just <laughs> subtle shit. Like they ran out of cuffs. Drunk. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's a good start, mate. What was your first job? Uh, range boy at a golf club. So, yeah, like, I was going drove around in the the thing with a cage on it, like the the. the oh, stop it! You're the yeah. target for everyone. I was the tradie target. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, after work, you still are too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah. God, it's full circle. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's good funny, to know man. I haven't evolved ever. Tradies <laughs> are still pinging shots at me, but now they're just verbal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, mate. That's actually a cool first job, eh? Dude, like the best job. That's why I think it's interesting that question because you know we've had a couple of male boys and stuff like that that drop the papers off, but like those little ones that it's like, how the fuck did you get into that? Yeah, well, my brother just ran, I think, was working at the golf club. And it was the day that I turned 14 and nine months old, like the day I could get a job. Yeah. I walked in with my resume and I started working within five minutes. They're yep. like, do you want to start now? They're like, there's a lot of balls out there. And I was like, give me those balls. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, good. And, um, but yeah, so I used to listen to podcasts. Like, I remember I ripped like every <laughs> single episode of Hamish and Andy between like 2007 to like whatever it was, like 2014, yeah. 2013. When I finished, and um, yeah, I just used it was the best job. You don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah, it's how the dream? How big a pod chart? Like, and that's what made me love them. Um, stuck in machines, like working in the mines. Like you're stuck in a machine for twelve hours. You literally have nothing but time. And like, yeah. if you can do your job properly and safely and everything, and can listen to them, how much does it change your day? Yeah, you know, like fucking massively, man. It was great, and then. The, the, the problem is the, the four-wheel drive used to always break down. So by the end, I had the pan plungers. But I actually used to like that more 
because yeah. I could listen to my tunes better because it wasn't like <laughs> yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah. And also when the balls used to bang the cage, it used to make the loudest noise. It was terrifying. Did you hear the big crap? Like, yeah, like, it they- was like, <laughs> bang, you fuck. And then you hear, we got it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, traders are so shit at golf that I reckon I ever got hit like four times. Yeah. <laughs> like I was working there for six years. <laughs> Mate, that is so funny because like a Bucks party that I went on recently, you went to Top Golf. Yeah. And like everyone's like, so the next day we went there, and like, you know, it's been a big mission. Everyone's busted, but you just go because it's something to do. The eyes in that joint lit up, and like there was like four or five people that hadn't even had a turn. They're like, "Fuck, I'm just drinking." And then our oh, mate comes out in the car. Everyone's up, driver, fucking yeah. move. <laughs> what is it with that? <laughs> oh, there's just something funny about terrifying a 15-year-old <laughs> as yeah. a grown man. You know, but, but you all know it's it's harmless prank. That's right. He's Look, not going to get hurt, but it's still a bit of fun. That's right. If it was an open fucking golf buggy and that everyone was doing fun. it, that's totally different. But, you know, there's a cage. The yeah, scariest thing that ever happened... The scariest thing that ever happened working there is one day I was picking them up by hand and when the me- like members are playing the good golfers, you can have a bit of trust. You're like, mm. they go, I'll hit over this side. You can pick up the ones on that side. And they're good golfers, so you kind of just keep an eye out for the ball. But then one day I just uh, – like the ball hit a bird and this bird just dropped out of the sky and landed a metre away from me. Blood, feathers just coming down after it. I've never Dude. shot myself more. in At night time as well, just this thud and it's like a dead corpse of a bird just falling out of the sky it was terrifying well and i guess it just someone just hit it with the ball mid-flight so unlucky. Well, yeah. what are the odds of that i killed a duck once oh playing 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 ball yeah, yeah. kitten off the range i felt awful yeah oh yeah that's part of the job eh? my brother had to clean it up he was working that day so. oh true <laughs> get that in you um yeah that's prime mate uh you can invite one person to dinner dead or alive who are they and why Ooh. We used to say three people, but it really fucked them, you know? So we've reined it back to one. Oh, man. I just like my answer's like lame, but like I really like Blink 182. Yep. Yeah. And I would like just say, just Tom DeLong would yep. be my, the guy for me. Yeah, yeah. But that's such a, I've not evolved since I'm 16 as a human being, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I think everyone went through the blink stage. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm still there. Like, and, yeah. But I mean, still resonate with their music, love it every yeah. time one comes on. Like, say a band, I remember even at CMC, a country music festival, there was a band on, right? And um, they were playing and they just slipped a cover of all the small things, like, and just went off. Like, yeah. every fucker there at a country music festival yeah. was like singing along, like, they're playing blink, you know? And it's just such a. Yeah, it's, it's so sick. Cool. So probably them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit weird. Like I, it's, I feel like I should choose a comedian or something. But I don't know. I oh. hang with the comedians all the time, so I just yeah, don't want right. to. Even in famous comedians, I'm like, oh yeah, I get what you do. I, you know what I mean? I, don't, yeah. I, I would have more questions for someone who I didn't know what they did. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone that's like just interesting. Like, you know, like be cool. Like just one of those like scientists that like are on Joe Rogan mm. and you're just like they're just those old blokes on there talking about how the pyramids were made like that oh, to dude. me would be like a better dinner yeah that's right just talking about some bloke that's like off his head going like yeah the energy that's how they got the rocks up I'd yeah. be like dude that'd be the best dinner of my life mate they're the craziest <laughs> conversations to have because there isn't an answer yes like as in which we'll get to the last questions a bit like that too but the, the pyramids thing just blows you away because everyone's got theories, everyone's got this, but you just, you fucking will never know 100%. Yeah. You know, which is fucking insane. 
just creates this conversation that everyone's got an opinion, but what is it? Yeah, actually, and the guy, like, uh, whoever whoever the person is that knows about, like, Area 54 and, like, aliens, yeah. that'd be a good dinner. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be a real good dinner. 100%. I feel like you'd leave terrified, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, you'd leave, like, on? oh. How about that Rogan episode, right, where he got old mate on, he used to fly the... Um, Fucks me, I'll get this wrong, but jets or the F, whatever the f- real fast planes are. Yeah. And he was around that area and he spotted a fire ages away, right? In the alien zone or whatever. And he fucked with them by going up to a height, turned his plane off. So it just ghosted down near him and then full turned the jets on and blasted up as fast as he could near him. And then there was like this alien sighting. Uh, (laughs) I was looking at that guy and he goes, oh, that kept me entertained. But I'm going, imagine those three blokes like, we fucking saw it, man. It's probably like (laughs) 80% of alien sightings. There's other blokes going, oh, this would be good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is going to crush when I get back to base. (laughs) That's right. 100%. Um, Mate, what's on top of your bucket list? Or like career-wise or life-wise? Well, I suppose anything, mate. Bit of both. Yeah, I mean... Doing comedy in America, I would love to do that. Um, I would like to, you know, play, play in arena or like have a Netflix special, maybe careers. But honestly, uh, just, I don't know, like I'd like to just do something cool, like travel. I haven't traveled that much. I've been doing comedy so much in the last, I spent my entire 20s pursuing this and it would be nice to just like see Stonehenge. Yeah, or just like tick a few things off that yeah, I'm like, yeah. all my friends have been on Kentuckys and stuff, and I've kind of been like at open mics, yep. slogging Hanging away around Maribor. Yeah, you know, well, maybe mate, you can give yourself some time off after a big ass tour and go check it out. Yeah, maybe just like a bit of travel, and I would actually love to go to Antarctica. Yeah, but I also hate the cold, so I don't know why. But it's, but I just think it'd be so cool. I we got on a cruise ship. Yeah, doing it doing it in like a bougie way. Yeah, would be nice. We actually got um got a bloke on. We need to do a re a follow up episode with Lockie, uh, Lockie Anderson. Back? I think so. Lockie Anderson, uh, one of our mates, we did our apprenticeship with. He went mm. and did that um, seven months or however many months they do. It's going to be twelve. It probably yeah, is twelve. Yeah. But anyway, he went down there working. Like how they have the base and that. And um, I talked to him about what it was going to be like and the lead up to it when That's he went so down. Sick. So we'll have to get him back on, actually, and have a just say, how hey, was it? Yeah. Fucking cold. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I think that is a goal maybe of the next five years is maybe have a little more balance mm. between like, because it's just like I do a comedy so much and it's just like, oh, I kind of just want to be a human being. Because like when I get to like the pub, it's why I love going to my high school mates because like, you know, I'm on tour all the time. And everyone just talks about the show all the time and – you know, all these things. And, like, I love just going back and be, like, talking to mates have, like, normal jobs and just, like, what have you been up to? And then, like, they try and ask me. I'm, like, dude, it, it's, Gladstone was fine or whatever. I'm yeah, just, yeah. like, let's talk about you. Yeah, I kind of yeah. just like – because it wasn't always my life before it. You know yeah. what I mean? I had, like, a normal life. You still want to go down to the pub and you talk about, yeah. oh, did you see this happen the other day? And yeah. Man, you can just be involved in that conversation. Yes. Right? Like, I still try and – I try – I was trying to do my best. I'm trying – making more of an effort now to, like – be a human being, not like a weird. And it's good to have your core group of friends that you can oh, go yeah. and escape from everything else, of course, and have a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. So I think I mean it's not really a bucket list, but I guess it's a goal to be like mm. just do a little more normal human things, well, like mate, enjoy life like more. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. The hardest part of life is balance. Yes, it's the fucking hardest, man. I don't think you ever figure it out. You know, you might balance it out one time and it's good and then you might go back the other way and it's just a part of fucking trying to balance yeah. it. 
And it's yeah. hard for me to get away because I got like I got nine people working for me now. Yeah. So it's like when I go they away, rely on you. yeah, things just shut down. You yeah. Know? So sure, got to try and figure out navigate that as well. Like yep. what they can do when I'm. Looking at Stonehenge, you yeah, know? yeah. I'm like, mate, I want to see some rocks. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent, mate. Last one, are aliens real? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we've it. just touched on it, but yeah, yeah. that's what I sort of going before. It's insane to think that they aren't. That's what I reckon. What a There's weird nothing. negative attitude to have. Like, it's it's so arrogant to think that we'd be the only yeah. living things. You know, I reckon it's all like um, regional town old fellas, like in real old small towns that sort of think like that. They're just like, nah, nah, and nah. And the thing that I say too is it's like, it's not like I think this little green fucker like Paul, like the movie Paul is there. It's just, I just go, we can only see so far. Yep. What the fuck's beyond that? Are you telling me all out there there's not one planet ever that's similar to Earth that have something fucking living on it? Yeah, did you talk about, like when that news came out about a month or so ago, did you talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, Where like... But- the, Which one are you referring the, to? The hearing that happened uh, with yes, the guys yeah, from the did, military. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that, that, again, it could have just been some, now that you've told that other story, it makes me doubt that shit because it could have just been some bloke having a laugh. Mm. But they reckon they've seen like machinery move in right angles in like these crazy windstorms and stuff in complete perfect yeah. runners. And they reckon like there was technology on board some of these ships that like could just turn you into ash. They could just like hell. obliterate yeah, something right. in a second. Yeah, it's um some and Cornell even like because we do a bit of a news thing on our normal episodes we do where you try and bring us something a bit weird or entertaining, nor like not like normal news. And Cornell's done it a couple of times now. And there's um this thing that got created. I'll let you take over, Quinn. This is like the Pentagon released a website where you can pretty much just upload all your stories and they approve it. Like if you've right. done sightings. So. Where we're like, that's cool, but like imagine the trippers that are like, fucking saw a light. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it should be good fucking content anyway. Yeah, but yeah, and that's that's like why I think maybe a lot of people do have that attitude yeah. of like, nah, they're not. Because it's like, dude, 90% of the people saying they're real are lunatics, mm. you know. It would be pretty like cool. Me, currently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. It's more the fact that we can only see so far and how big the universe is and fuck it. It's, yeah, I don't know. For me, like you said, I just think it's better to think that something might be out there than being like, nah. And it's like, well, you just shut down that whole fucking thought process. Yeah, there's probably like an Alpha <laughs> Aliens pod somewhere. Yeah. Just yeah. like, beep, 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 whatever. And they're just like doing yarns yeah. to like other aliens. Like, no, these folks get it. Like, also, reckon, these aliens get it. Where do you reckon their best chance is to come down to earth right if they did see how a group of people act and think yeah we might have a look because mate there's some humans in the world nowadays that i reckon if an alien come down they'd think fuck this out let's oh go. yeah dude <laughs> like, the, the, maybe that's why they're not here maybe yeah. they went to bundaberg on a friday <laughs> and they're, like, they're like next planet <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, we'll stay away let's from leave this. this universe alone yeah don't want to get heckled and and you know we have a lot to thank yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I like that they've traveled into like probably interdimensional into a new galaxy or universe, and they're just like, oh, I don't want to get heckled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, they seem really rough, these guys. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't want to have my feelings hurt after traveling all that way. Yeah, fucking oath. Mate, thanks so much for coming on. Before we go, uh, give everyone a bit of a plug on where, like where they can find you on the socials, how they can look at your comedy tour that you're doing at the moment. Just, just. 
Where yep. I can find you? LukeKidgel.com. Um, tickets at Luke. Yep, that's where the tickets are. I'm touring yep. all around. I've got, still, still got WA to go and uh, a bit more Queensland, depending on when you – and New Zealand, if you're from there. Yeah. Um, come check me out. I'd love to see that. And, and, and the pods as well, BLT and Luke and Meg. There you go. A lot of fun. Go awesome. give the legend some support, and uh, yeah, everyone stay out of each other. And cop one of these alpha blokes hats; they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When the drops right happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they fucking have been, mate. She's uh, she's wild. But yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. So we we've hooked him up with a, a hat because you know the CQ sun's pretty fucking rough. Yeah, I'm gonna need. Yes, it. we had one spare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you told everyone they're gone? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, <laughs> well, there's another drop in a couple of weeks. It probably already would have happened by the time this comes out. I don't know yeah, that's true. Not, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, once again, mate, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having awesome. me. Can't wait for tonight. I appreciate it. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.